I'm Maya. I'm Vivian. I'm Samantha. And this is our podcast, Grow a Pair of Ovaries on Feminism. And a disclaimer, we don't actually mean like, grow a pair of ovaries. It's just like a flip on grow a pair of balls. So, yeah. Conceptions about feminism, they can be really destructive and just take down what feminism is actually about and what feminism is actually about is equality amongst all women of different classes different races you don't have to be a white woman to try to gain power over men you could be any race any gender i know it's okay any person can be a feminist feminism isn't just about women white women specifically like the first wave for example that was just for middle class white women and i think it wasn't until third the third wave of feminism that we actually included like different sexualities yeah Yeah. races and people that identify differently but i now it is just so looked so looked down upon even though it's including everybody Feminism is also about including men. Any man can be a feminist too because feminists, feminism is about people trying to gain equality among all, not just women being better than men. That's not the point of yeah. feminism at all. It's about women being the same as men and men being the same as women, no matter what your race, no matter what your social class, your sexuality, no matter what your religion is, all of that. It's supposed to be about you being equal to everyone else around you. Yeah, so many guys i know look down upon feminism and when i say i'm a feminist they're like ew and i'm like why ew because there's just so many like different misconceptions about it because they think oh women want more women want more than than men and that's just like not true it's not true at all want the same amount. yeah they don't get that because men have had this advantage of being male and they don't understand because they were born with power i guess And little things that guys say that they may not even realize is such a downgrade for women is like when you're playing a sport and men are like, um, you you play, you you run like a girl, you play pretty good for being a girl, you know. Um, Another one is your, what is it? There's other ones too. There's a lot. Yeah. But mainly the ones where they're like, or even like, you uh, scream like a girl. For, I saw, because people, what's, is it misandry? Like a a prejudice against a black woman? It's like, oh, you're pretty before a black woman. Yeah, you're pretty before a black woman. Like, there's so many degrading degrading things. It's like backhanded. Yeah. It's like you're not, it's, you're saying it and it's a compliment. mm -hmm, Unintentionally mm -hmm. racist and sexist. Yes, very much so. Mm -hmm. And little things like that is what feminism is going against. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get why so many men can be against feminism though because I don't think it's attacking men like at all. Like if you were a good man and saw issues within society and men um taking power like within jobs or school because a lot of men do take advantage of women. You want to support women. In yeah, their you would. Fight for and if, if you feel attacked by that like the Me Too movement and women speaking out up against sexual abusers and sexual assault in the workplace, I feel like if you're offended by that, like wouldn't you be a part of the problem then? Like it, I don't get I don't understand how a male can feel attacked because some woman is speaking out about being uncomfortable it's because we're going quote unquote against their masculinity we're yeah. trying to be superior than them but that's not at all what we're trying to achieve no not anywhere close like trying to ruin a man's life or something like that we're just trying to have equality say. yeah 
poem that I wanted to bring up was Still I Rise by Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou expressed herself in Still I Rise by showing how oftentimes African Americans weren't feeling like they could be powerful too and be a feminist too. So she not only spoke about feminism, and but she also spoke about her racial degrade, degrading that she experienced throughout the throughout her lifetime. And she continued, sorry, sorry, she, she continued to express herself in saying that she will always rise up no matter what she went through and that no matter how many times someone will push her down and make her feel like she, she wasn't enough, she continued to rise and continue to feel po- strong and powerful. It just sucks that um, women of color have to worry about being uh, degraded and suppressed because of their gender and their race. Why? Do they have yeah. to deal with two of those things versus just one? Yeah. And I think um, what a lot of people who are who support white feminism don't realize is that I am white, but I do realize that I have an advantage because of my skin color. And although not every white person has an easy life, um, I, their skin color hasn't made it any harder for them. And I don't think that's what a lot of people realize. And for people who support white feminism or they're feminists and they just believe that white people should be empowered white women um it's oftentimes hypocritical because they're only advocating for equality amongst white women and other men it's actually like quite the opposite of what feminism stands for for. Mm -hmm. so i found that interesting another poem that spoke out to us was to the young wife by charlotte anna perkins gilman And basically, the speaker uh, talks about being the queen of her kingdom and how she is treated by her husband. But she then reveals that she's only in charge of things like the stove and the kitchen and like bearing children, basically. And the speaker continues to ask the women if she if she did not have a better life, uh, what would she have in mind for herself when she was younger? Um, Also in The Young Wife, she talks about how she doesn't really want to have kids and won't be able to raise kids to the best of her abilities until she's become a fuller person. So having kids like at a really young age for her was not the best idea because there's still so much more that you can do in your life before you want to have kids. Yeah, and it is her choice to choose when she wants to have kids. Yeah, it shouldn't be, you know, up to the man when he wants to have kids. It should be a mutual decision as to when they both feel ready. And if he he should know and check with his wife before, like, marrying her, when do you want to have kids? Because I felt like that would come up in a relationship before getting married, like, the having kids subject, I guess. I don't know. And he should respect her decision because she is a human being and she does have an opinion. And if she feels like she can't raise kids to the best of her abilities, then why would he even force her to do that? Like, that does not make sense. It's going to force her to become... um, Depressed mother, basically. Yeah, and ready faster. And that's going to cause problems along the way for her family and for her. Because that's not what she wants to live for, really. At least not yet, because she's young and there's more things she can do. And not all women want to have kids. Every woman, some women might, but all women and all people have a decision in life of whether whether they want to do something or not. And a woman should have the choice of whether or not she wants to become a stay-at-home mom and have children young, or if she wants to go and have a career and like travel and do her own things in life. A man shouldn't decide that for her.
Yeah. I also wanted to talk about the documentary that we all saw, Feminists, What Were They Thinking? And one thing we wanted to bring up was that there was this photographer, photographer in there, who she took pictures of women throughout the ages of history, well, while she was alive, of course, and she could tell that as feminism, the movement increased in popularity and they became more bolder, so did their expressions and poses, and some of them were even naked in the pictures, they were just feeling that they could do whatever they wanted. The yeah, it wasn't like a playboy, how like men, like posing for men, it was like if they felt comfortable naked and that's how they felt the most beautiful, that's how the photographer was willing to take the picture of them. So some of them yeah. had clothes on, some of them uh, did not have clothes on, but that was just the way that they felt the most beautiful and the most comfortable and the way that they were able to express themselves the most. One thing that I found interesting was that the photographer, she just asked to take a picture of them. She didn't even ask them to pose yeah. in a certain way. It was just like, just I'll take a picture of you and they yeah. all pick different poses, but yeah. most of those poses were very empowering to them. I also, um, in the documentary, it, um, there was women of color who talked about the different ways they identify, like, as a feminist and also as, um, a woman of color and how these separate things can be frustrating to identify with and how feminism in the past has not, like, represented, uh, like, black women very well and how they had to, like, fight a little bit harder so I thought that was interesting and all yeah oh sorry one thing that also I found interesting was that nowadays a woman can be both a mother and have a career at the same time yeah in the olden days that wasn't allowed and you had to pick and most of the time men wanted you to pick to be a mother because it was their job to work yeah so I didn't think that that was very fair like in the documentary it just talked about everybody's every woman every person on that documentary their personal experience with feminism and what led them to be a feminist and experiences they had that they were like oh this is wrong and yeah. they they learned from it and they wanted to make a change with it yeah